I always tell people, we got to the moon, the United States got to the moon using slide rules. There were no computers. They didn't have any of that stuff in those days. You had to crunch the numbers. Hence the movie Hidden Figures. Yeah, okay, that was a ab- good one. About the African-American women that were crunching the numbers. That's how we got to the moon. Today, you look back on that, you think, Really? Yeah, more technology in our phone. Now, this phone is amazing. That little that little thing has so much power, so much wow. Yeah. The ability what it does. But that's how we got to the moon with the with the slide rule plus the long calculations where where the the, the slide rule wasn't accurate enough. So these girls had to crunch out the numbers. That's how they did it. Wow. Yeah, that's how we got to the moon. Thanks, thanks to these women that were crunching out the numbers. Welcome, girls, to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Welcome back to part two with my dad, John Vargas. Are you excited after part one? I am thrilled. I'm I'm very thrilled. This is a, this is a lot of fun. It's fun, huh? Yes. Last on last time on part one, you were talking about how you always felt different growing up. Mm-hmm. This is for everybody out there. And if you never felt different, then cool, just listen in. But as I, I always felt like I didn't fit in, mm-hmm. and I tried so hard to fit in. I lied so much. I was just talking yesterday, Dad. Wanted to get your point of view on this. I know I'm highly dyslexic, like highly where now I'm open to it, but I learned for so many years, my entire life to fake it. And I'd be in a classroom and I'm faking it. I get it. And deep down, I want to cry. I'm like, I don't understand what they're talking about. I'm looking at this book. I don't get it. It's difficult. Now, uh, I get, uh, I get really anxious and mad. I'm buying a new iPhone right now. And uh-huh. I get so frustrated because I can't understand it. And I'm like, I learn with video. I learn with audio. Okay. But you go to a website and everything's typed out. And I'm like, I don't understand. I need somebody to explain it to me like a human being. That's just one of the things where I always felt like I kind of, you know, didn't fit in. But yeah. let's go to where, how and where did you feel like you didn't fit in? Oh, start as a young boy. started when I was uh, in kindergarten. Starting in kindergarten, I knew I was different in kindergarten. First of all, I was up every morning at five in the morning. That's just me. And to this day, I still wake up at five. Okay. Now, I, I would leave the house, okay, about an hour before school started. The fence. In kindergarten? In kindergarten. <laughs> it was, it was a, a block away. Very different block. than now. Yeah. And in those <laughs> days, this is, this is a early, early 50s. Late forties, early fifties, late late early fifties. Okay, anyway. Anyway, the, got a tall fence. You know how they fence up the schools. Okay, yeah. 
the custodian hadn't been there yet. He was never there yet. But myself and one other little boy, I wasn't the only crazy kid. He and I would jump the fence. Okay, the This fence, is from the... choice, not because your parents dropped you off early. No, no. I know. No, you walk. I know what parents I'm just saying. Parents didn't do drop off. In the... But anyway, okay, <laughs> this so is here not we a go. Choice. And we always carried a little rubber ball and we would play handball okay. up against the wall. Mm. And then about a half hour later, here, come, here comes the custodian, and he, he would see us every day, and he'd just unlock, swing the gates open, and he didn't care, and we would just continue playing. So after school, instead of walking home going north, I would go with my friends, go south, I'd walk about a half a mile south, and I was five years old, but you could do that in those days. Okay, that's, that's, that's number one. Let's move on. Now I'm in the second grade, third grade, whatnot, and... Uh, they would have, for example, now, kids, we're going to sell donuts. They're 60, 60 cents a dozen, and you go out and you take oh. a, a paper and you, you collect the 60 cents. Then on Fundraiser? One, fundraisers. Okay. Fundraisers. And then uh, you'd, on one day, the big semi-truck would pull up with tons and tons, boxes of donuts. All right. Then there's a bit, in every classroom, there's a big chart, a big chart, all the kids' names. And the, and the kid that sells the most, right? He's, he's, his, 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 that line is moving to the right. It's moving. Oh, look at him. <laughs> Little Bobby is really selling those donuts. <laughs> Down at the bottom, because my name was Vargas yes. anyway. Zero. I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> one. I one. sold one to, to my yourself. mom. Oh, I fig- mom. No, I sold one to my mom. Mom, give me 60 cents because I got to. So I don't, want the, I don't want the teacher to yell at me. So there I am at one. Everybody else had 10, 20. One kid had, I remember, like 200 boxes. Well, his mother worked at a factory. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she, she sold 200 boxes. Mm-hmm. And then down about there, there's John Vargas. <laughs> one box. And I thought to myself, That's, I'm not here to be a salesman. This is not what I do. I'm here to learn. Oh, come on, teach well, me. You could learn how to sell. Yeah. Okay. That's one. Then the other one would be uh, newspapers. We would you would go around and gather up newspapers and bring the newspapers to the school, and it was the same thing. They had a chart who brought the most newspapers, and again, I didn't bring in any. It was like zero. And then the teacher, I want to talk to you after class. Oh, here we go. Well, I couldn't find any. Uh, couldn't find any newspaper. You couldn't find any newspaper. No, no, ma'am. I looked all over. Couldn't find any newspaper. I already. I was already stubborn and like I'm not going to do that. I just wouldn't go along with the program. Now watch this. I was. My mom told me this story. I think I told you this one. When I was in kindergarten, I was five years old, and I got and I was getting ready to go to school. And I had on a, a blue shirt. I think. And I tell you the story. I had a blue shirt. Mm-hmm. She says, "No, don't wear the blue one. I want you to wear the red one." Because it goes with your outfit. Mm-hmm. No, I'm wearing the blue shirt. My mom would say, no, you're wearing the red shirt. Mm-hmm. No, I'm wearing the blue shirt. Finally, my mom says, finally, my mom says, I was in tears. I was in tears. Go ahead. Go by yourself. Just wear whatever you want. My mom was in tears. I, I yeah. got her to the point. I was five years old and I made my mom cry because I wouldn't wear the color of shirt that she thought I should wear. So punk rock. Now watch this. Now watch this. At age five... What do I know about colors? I don't know. All it I was kn- just to be different all than I, what your mom said. Well, all I knew was my mom says, don't wear that. You have to wear this. You oh, you're telling that. me what to wear? I may be five years old, but I'm going to fight you. Okay. It had nothing to, had I had the, the, the red shirt on and she said, no, wear the blue. I still would have fought her. Yeah. Okay. That, and I was only five and I was already that way. 
Okay. Now you can imagine uh, going going through school, junior high, high school is the same thing. It's just constantly Vargas won't talk to the teacher. Someone talked to you after class. Mm-hmm. Oh God, again! I don't want you to do this. I don't want you to do that. Oh, it was it was I was different, but I wasn't the only one because I remember in high school I had a, a history class. Oh God, don't get me started on the that history. Uh, L.A. Unified School District. That history book was ridiculous. Really? Now, I used to hang out at, in the uh, library at the Benjamin Franklin Library in Boyle Heights. Okay, that was my second home. But anyway, watch this. I would, <laughs> myself, I, I, there were five rows of chairs, and I was on row number five, and my buddy uh, Javier Fernandez, he was on row number one. So he was on the other side of the classroom. And he and I would raise our hands, you know, would ask questions to the <laughs> to the to the history teacher, and then it was it was either Javier's turn or my turn to stand up to this teacher because the stuff he was peddling, mm. no way were Javier and I gonna we weren't we weren't gonna believe this we weren't buying it, so we would ask questions. Well, sir, it's been highly rumored that uh, in 1864 and whatever you know we were studying whatever it was you know, and then the. T- the problem was the teachers were not, they didn't know much. They really didn't. They just, they were just there to take roll call. Mm-hmm. Okay, just read the book and answer the questions and, you know, they didn't know much. This is in East Los Angeles, you got to remember now. That's uh, just what it was. But uh, there were a few good teachers. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong, there were a few good teachers. Uh, but most of them, mm-hmm. wow, wow, wow. So the teacher one day in the, in the history class... Vargas, Fernandez, I want to see after school, after class, after class. And then what did he tell us after the kids walked out? I don't want either one of you for the rest of the semester to ever ask a question again. You understand that? And I'm thinking to this day, I think, imagine. If that happened now. Imagine your child coming home today and telling you, I asked a question in class today and my teacher told me don't ever wow. ask a question and i'm thinking wow what really are you serious yeah mom hey dad yeah they told me not to ask any questions well the thing is you're embarrassing the teacher because the teacher doesn't know the answer he just he just he, he doesn't know he got a teaching credential somehow and he just knows if you read chapter five and you answer the questions in the back but what's what's written in the book 50 percent of it was wrong it was bad it was, it was missing so much. It was, you know, well, there, there's always going to be the nerds, the nerds. You, you find the nerds already in junior high school. Birds of a feather flock together and the nerds, we would hang out together because we did all the reading and the research and we, we, we would talk, we would discuss things. The, uh, 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 information that wasn't being given to us in the school. When we got into high school, it really advanced. Now we're really reading on a, on a higher level now. We're reading philosophy, religion, politics, and you're not well. You got to remember too, LA Unified. They're not the teachers are not allowed to discuss any kind of subject of substance. No, you're just here to take roll call. Okay, keep the kids busy for 50 minutes, and then the bell will ring, and that's what it was, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, we had a, uh, we had three good math teachers that taught taught, taught us our math. We had three good ones, three good math teachers. Other than that, I had one good uh, junior high English teacher. He taught us English. That's it. 
I can think of three math and one English teacher. Wow. Everything we learned all those years, they could have taught us in one year. Anything you remember in the history books that was incorrect that they were teaching you? Oh. Anything specific? They, 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 the, uh, uh, they have a way of, 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 of omitting what you need to know. They omit. Okay. They omit a lot of information. Okay, it's just omitted. Well, we don't we don't go there. The, the publisher says, no, we can't teach these kids this. Mm -hmm. Okay, because they have their agenda. When you're reading the textbook, don't forget this isn't the 50s. It's is a long time ago. I guarantee you, today, these textbooks have got to be updated. I'm sure they are. Mm -hmm. They have to be updated. They're not. They're not like they used to be. But that's you know you just have to live with it, and. Like I think I told you the story where we had one bad math teacher and he was teaching trigonometry and it was important that we learn the trig, okay? He didn't teach at all, zero, 100% zero, didn't teach anything. He never stood up from his desk. He sat on his, on his chair, mm -hmm. propped his feet up on the desk and he would tell stories for a whole hour, the entire class. And this went on day after God. day. After Were you just day. reading a book there? Or what? And then he would just say, okay, read chapter five and figure out the problems in the end. Mm -hmm. And he would tell stories about whatever, his, his home life. About five young boys, we were seniors. We were seniors. I don't know if I ever told you this story. We walked up uh, to the principal's office. Now, the principal, that's another story right there. I can give you an hour dissertation on that principal. They don't have principals like that anymore. The poor man, he was only like 150 years old, okay? Really. All right, you take it from there. Now, we walked in. Excuse us, sir, we'd like to speak to you. Yeah, come in. So we closed the door, but five of us, five 17-year-old boys. Sir, our math teacher is not teaching us anything. We need, we need to learn you know, we're seniors now. We need to learn this trigonometry. And his response was, you're not the first class to complain about him. Mm. <gasps> when he said that, wow, you're not the first class to complain about him, okay? And you won't be the last. My advice to you, keep your mouth shut, graduate out of this high school, and go on with your life. So we walked out of there. And... <laughs> Yeah. That 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 minute that he spoke to us for a minute, maybe 30 seconds that he spoke to us, I learned so much about life. I almost wanted to go back in there and thank him. Sir, you just taught us five boys a good lesson about life. We learned what life is all about. And I figured it out right away. I figured it out right away. I, I, I knew what it was. It's the teacher's union. They cannot terminate. He had tenure. He had been there the longest. So he, got, he, he was able to choose the class that he wanted to teach. So, of course, he took tri trigonometry, which is the last class you take. But I realized, you're not going to beat the teacher's union. And I was only 17, but I figured it out. You know, we were amongst the guys who we were discussing it. Uh, you know, the principal's right. Did you start it, to teach yourself then trigonometry? That's what we would do uh, okay. during during a nutrition break and lunch break. Mm -hmm. We would the nerds, like I say, you know, we would hang out together and we would question each other. Hey, did you read chapter five? Do you understand this? You know, uh, you know, what's, you know I, uh, okay, uh, whatever it was. Uh, I'm trying to think of the math terms now. We we would discuss the math. Okay, how did you figure this out? How does this go? And what have you? Okay. You got to remember in those days too. We used a slide rule. 
kids today have never seen a slide rule. And that's that little device that you slide it, okay, and you multiply the numbers. Yeah. There was no such thing as computers. Yeah. And I, I, I always tell people, we got to the moon, the United States got to the moon, so, as did the Russians. Yeah. We got to the moon using slide rules. There were no computers. They didn't have any of that stuff in those days. You had to crunch the numbers. Hence the movie Hidden Figures. Yeah. Hidden Figures. Okay. That was a good one. About the, the African-American women that were crunching the numbers. They, that's how we got to the moon. Today, you look back on that, you think, really? Yeah. More technology in our phone. Now, this phone is amazing. That little, that little thing has so much power, so much, wow, yeah. the ability, what it does. But that's how we got to the moon with the, with the slide rule. We used to call it the guess stick. A guess stick, because you were guessing. Your eye had to look at the at the little lines, the little demarcations on the stick, and if three times four, and that looks like about four and a third. <laughs> mm. You're guessing. It was a guess stick, and that's how that's how they got to the moon using that plus the long calculations, where where the 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 slide rule wasn't accurate enough. So these girls had to crunch out the numbers. That's how they did it. Wow. Yeah, that's how we got to the moon. Thanks thanks to these women that were crunching out the numbers. Yeah. Now today, the, uh, uh, the other day, well, uh, and I was watching a program here on uh, public television the, in the, uh, years ago, a few years back here, when they started uh, getting women into the STEM uh, jobs, okay? You know, STEM, STEM you know, science technology, okay, engineering and math, okay, STEM. Well, these, oh. these women, it's only not too long ago, oh, 10 years ago, these women were uh, being uh, sexually harassed, okay, and this is only 10 years ago, and these women are all highly educated, okay? They're working at the, at the universities. They're highly educated working at the universities, and they're being sexually harassed, usually by one, one guy that's really bad, you know, you have a few that are bad, and you have the one guy that's really bad. And there was yeah. just, it took years to eliminate these men that were causing so much, uh, uh, so many Stress. problems. So many problems. Mm -hmm. You know, just bad feelings for these, for these poor women. Mm -hmm. they, a lot of them, a lot of them would just quit. They couldn't put up with it. I mean, it was dirty, vulgar, uh, the way that these men would treat the women. They figure, you're a woman, you shouldn't be here. And it was bad. Now the years have gone by, the last ten years, and you can see the numbers increase, increase. Mm. And this is on the this is on the college level, not the university levels. Okay. Yeah. These are scientific women. They're studying science, and they had to struggle and struggle until finally, uh, one of them had the nerve, and uh, and she had to wait until she had tenure. Once she oh, had tenure, then. that's the old trick. You got to <laughs> wait. Then she filed it. She, she, yeah. she uh, Title IX. She wrote, no, so I'm, so how different it is. You see what I'm saying? Just how different everything is now. Uh, of course, when I, uh, back in the 50s and 60s, girls did not play sports, period. You just didn't do it. Girls didn't play sports. <laughs> that's what it was. And then again, Title IX, uh, that was, came out in the, what, the 60s, 70s? 70s Title IX, the girls have to have their sport, sports too. And they should be given uh, scholarships to go to college. It's just changing, you know, it mm -hmm. just takes time. 
but you're never going to, I don't know what it is about some men. I always blame the mothers of these men that are uh, just horrible, horrible sexist that just mistreat women. I always blame their mothers. That's just me. I blame the mothers. And, and uh, you say, yeah. what makes this guy like this? Well, if you go meet his parents, or you, especially his mother, you'll see why. Yeah, I was walking out of a door the other day, a couple days ago. I saw this young man. He must have been a teenager. Yeah. And he's there with his parents. And somebody else was walking in, and he just let the door slam on him. And I don't even remember if it was a girl or a guy. It doesn't matter. And the parents just allow him to do that. I'm like, oh, if that was my son. It's, Excuse it's, me? Yeah. Wow, interesting. It's, it's, and I'm like, Joanna, release that. It's, it's, because it's, I would not choose that. It's, it's changing. Uh, yeah. it's just, you can't tell people how to live their lives or how to rear their children. And that's my thing. It's, it's, uh, this is me. So I'm going, okay, Joanna, this is not you. That is their life. That's this right. is what I would choose. That's right. And let that go. Because I'm just judging it because I would not choose that. Yeah. And that's where I'm like, ooh. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. you know, that's just, wow. And I always say <laughs> it's called progress. I always like to use that expression. That's called progress. progress. That's the progressives. Those are your progressives. Mm-hmm. That's they're, they're taking over our country, by the way. I hope you know that right now. Yeah. The woke, the woke. <laughs> The woke generation and, uh, <laughs> uh, oh my God, it just goes on and on. Oh boy, I'm hanging, I'm just hanging in there. Wow. It's like, I can't believe what's happening and it's happening so rapidly. Okay. But of course you have to remember, I think we yeah. discussed this before. I, I read as in, te- in high school, I read the communist manifesto. Okay. Karl Marx. And this is what more people need to read. They need to read this, and, but they don't. I mean, how many, how many copies of the Communist Manifesto have been sold in any bookstore? Zero? Maybe one? <laughs> Who knows? Hardly any. They just don't. Mm-hmm. They don't, they don't. The American public doesn't realize what's happening to them. We're going political, and we were, I wasn't supposed to do that. <laughs> Let's get back to talking about <laughs> dating. <laughs> Let's talk about dating. Let's talk about uh, 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 the Kardashian girls. What are they wearing now? Everybody listening, my dad wanted to talk about religion and politics today. But I didn't say not to. We're gonna said, no. We're gonna we're gonna keep it light. No, this is light. I said this is Johnny Light. Uh, Johnny Light. Okay. <laughs> Coors Light and Johnny Light. Yeah. I keep saying you just need your own podcast. I'll give you a mic. You could talk uh, all day yeah. about all that you want. Yeah. Well. Uh, well, I'm not sure how much you read or read about this, but there was there is one girl that I follow, and she has a podcast, uh-huh. and she's a an influencer, and she teaches marketing, and her son also teaches marketing with her. Mm-hmm. He's in his early 20s, and she's in her early 50s. Uh-huh. And she's pretty hip, you know, for her 50s. Yes. But talking about what the new thing right now is groups of people getting together to take one person down. Okay. And it could be because they said one thing 10 years ago, yes. five minutes ago, yes. Yes. that was not the best of light. And because they said that one thing, they will create yes. a YouTube channel, yes. an Instagram page, yes. a Facebook page, a yes. whole campaign around just to take. Yes. And I've seen it here in our own city in the yes. last 10 years mm-hmm. and now seeing it 
you and I could be saying something on this podcast and yeah. a group comes together and says, we're going to take yeah, the can Yeah, the cancel culture. Yeah, they're, mm -hmm. uh, yeah it's, they're very strong. They're moving very, they're, God bless them. They're moving, they're, 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 they, they put a lot of energy into what they're doing. It's very negative what they yeah. do, but God bless them. No grace for having one, for doing maybe one dumb thing or maybe 10 dumb things. Or Yeah, maybe that yeah. person is a jerk or a complete a-hole. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just, interesting. Uh, yeah, uh, that's, mm -hmm. and it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. And yeah. they're, uh, I don't know. Uh, well, uh, the fact that you have, I think I mentioned that before, you have, you fly the American flag in front of your home. Mm -hmm. But uh, I was mentioning it to some of my friends. It's going to get to the point where it's going to be very dangerous to do that. You're going to have to remove that American flag. Okay, now yeah. let's hope. Let's see how long it takes until they they tell us you can't you can't fly that American flag anymore. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, that's you know so, uh, and then uh, the singing of the national anthem. I think I believe won't be long. That'll disappear. Yeah, that's going to be gone. We'll tell I, that to our grandkids and go. We used to sing this. That's yeah. going to be gone. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, but uh, you know the communists are winning. They're win they haven't won, but they're winning a lot of battles. I've said that before. Okay, they're starting the this this administration that we have now. They call themselves uh, uh, democratic socialists. Okay, democratic socialists. It's just a buzz. Those are buzzwords. Okay, yeah, it's just buzzwords. They're Marxists. Uh, they're they're basically communists. Now, I have a lot of respect for communists that are openly communists. They're gonna tell you. And you meet them, hi, I do, what's your political persuasion? And the guy's, oh, I'm a communist. I'm a member of the Communist Party. Oh, okay, there you go. You know, uh, uh, the big one that I, that I can think of would be, uh, as an example, would be Harry Belafonte. I, I, I respect Harry Belafonte as a singer and the fact that he is an open communist. He doesn't hide it. Whereas many, many in Hollywood especially, they hide. They hide who they truly are. They're not about to tell you. So they call themselves democratic socialists. Yeah, uh -huh. whatever. Mm -hmm. But, you know, who am I to say? But yeah. I, much, I much respect you if you just tell me to which political, your political persuasion. You know, you don't have to hide it. Mm -hmm. Or you shouldn't. I find it interesting for parents. How do you parent a child now if if people bully around them to cancel them in school well, to take them down well, and then they don't want it's, to go to school it's, anymore uh, 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 there again uh, when, 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 when the social media first began uh, uh, was it back in the 80s I guess it was that thing? I'm trying to remember now uh, I was working in the for, 80s I, no. was it no. 2000 I'm sorry I'm 2004, missing 2004 uh, 5 2004 5 okay uh, I'm behind there mm -hmm. okay Yes, yes, yes. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. Anyway, I remember the telling the guys at work, this isn't going to work, man. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm telling you guys, this isn't going to work. There's going this, this ability to uh, secretly be able to say things about people. Wow, it's not going to work. And I, I feel for your children, I told them. So I was watching this documentary special that gangs now, especially in Chicago, they use social media yes. to put targets on people. Yes. Where back in the day, you know, well, first it started off with fist fighting many, many years ago and then yeah. just drive-bys, but yeah. now they're drive-bys with 
done with social media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they will let people know I'm coming for you right now. Yeah. And there's little, they'll use emojis yeah. to let them know I'm going to come kill you right now. Yeah. But now the authorities and police are going in and looking yeah. for, they're trying to create AI to then know where to go to stop these. Very interesting. Yeah, it's like again a Tom Cruise I, movie. Again, again, it's uh, it's called progress. <laughs> That's what they call it. We're Wait, progressing. Do you remember that Tom Cruise movie where they could see things before it happened, and uh, then he would go arrest them? Yes. God, and it was in the future. Uh-huh. What was that movie called? Uh, uh, I can't. I can't think of it well, right now. Well, that's yeah. what they're creating right now. Yes. Yeah. So to read, oh, this person, he's he's gonna go shoot him. Let's go get him. Yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. And they're yeah. putting algorithms together to yeah. know. But uh, uh, yeah. Well, let's get back to uh, off of the <laughs> off of the political because <laughs> otherwise I'll dominate the whole conversation about politics. Um, I do so, want to end with one thing. I want to talk about money. Okay. Last thing. Let's put a bow on this. For parents out there who are raising children in 2021. What advice would you have for them for money? Like, how do you talk about money? How do you maybe not talk about it? What's your your view on that as a parent? Yeah. Uh, some children just naturally understand the concept. They understand the concept of, of, of finances. They understand if I have a dollar, I can spend, if I spend 90 cents, I can save 10 cents. Some Some children understand that. Dad, do you think that kids now think that even though because they don't have cash as much anymore? Well, I think kids think money is a card. That little card, that little magic card. So how do you think a kid can look at a card and go, I have a dollar, 90 is, yeah. I spend 90, I have 10. Yeah, well, the, 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 the real situation is once you become an adult and you move out of the home, out of your parents' home, you're on your own now. Not necessarily anymore. How, I think, how does it go? Well, a lot of kids out. aren't leaving home. They're just, just staying at home. Or they're moving out and being helped being until helped. at okay. least mid-20s. Yeah. I see it. Oh, like My friends that have kids, 25 yeah. years old and yeah. still paying for whatever. Uh, again, no, no. <laughs> so watch, I just wonder. Watch, watch. I've always, I've always been very good at saving money, even when I was a young boy. And saving it and keeping it because I think it. keeping it is different than saving it no well yeah I would save it and keep it and watch it grow and grow and grow but I am going to jump in here and play devil's advocate because uh-huh. I'm very good at saving it I'm not very good at keeping it yeah. I'm working on keeping it Yeah. because I think keeping and saving are completely different and me growing up I thought saving meant keeping and it didn't for me yeah. so I would just go in a cycle I'd save it spend it save it spend it so I'm like oh I know how to save it and I wonder if we know how to keep it, because I don't. What do you think yeah. about that? Well, uh, th- th- there are some people who amass a, 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 a little bit of money they, in the bank. They have some. They have some. They have some good. They have uh, six figures in the bank. You know, they've got uh, half a million dollars in the bank. Maybe one million. You know, regular your neighbors. Mm-hmm. They have the money. They know how to. They know how to keep it in the bank. They keep it for a rainy day, and then they. Of course, they always know. Um, should I die? It goes to my, to my children. They'll 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 inherit that money. It'll go to them. But uh, uh, so many so many people uh, just don't understand finances. They're just not good with money, and they they earn good money, but they're they spend it on. Wow, what did you buy now? 
Why did you buy that? Well, I don't know. They just, it's just endless with these with certain people. It's just endless. They just don't know how to handle money. They just don't, and they never will. It's just if, like they say, how many lottery winners end up broke? They just don't know. You know, it's some guy that doesn't understand money, and money's gone. That's just what it is. There, there are people who inherit. They might inherit a uh, two million dollars. By the end of the year, the two million is gone. If you're not good with money, what what are some tips or tricks, tools that people can do? Well, uh, you can you can force yourself to uh, 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 get hooked up with a financial advisor and tell them, look, handle my money for me or something, you know, because just give me an allowance because mm-hmm. I keep buying junk, okay. I keep buying stupid stuff. How about surround yourself with people? That talk about money? Well, like, did no, you do pe- that? people don't discuss money. People are not going to discuss money with you. They're just not. I think a very small percentage will. Well, The perhaps, unicorns, perhaps. if you go find them. So you never really talked about money with other people or with your parents? How did you learn? Uh, well, I watched my parents. They were a good example. I watched my parents. They bought property, and then I bought property, real estate. I bought real estate, and then I did it mm-hmm. that way. But as a young boy... Uh, Get my Christmas money, the, your relatives will give you money for Christmas. Man, I saved that sucker. I saved that money. I wouldn't spend it. And I got teased for it. It would tease me. Yeah. But then, uh, like, uh, if I had a pack of gum, there are five sticks of gum and a pack of juicy fruit gum. I would pull out one stick and cut it in four pieces. Now I have four I, times five. I remember that. Okay, that's 20 Being pieces of gum. Being a young girl, and you would just give me a little piece. A little, get a fourth. Yeah. Now I have 20 pieces of I gum instead of five. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to be chewing on a whole stick of gum to begin with. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, you also taught that about taught that to us about toilet paper. And okay. I still, to this day, I'll see people, I'm like, you don't need that much toilet paper. No. Your butt is not that nasty. You don't. Right? You don't need that much. They just... And, but it's, I think it, it's about um, overindulgence. What's that sin? Gluttony. Gluttony. The with seven... toilet paper. The seven with, deadly sins. With anything. It's like just over, just more, more, more than we need. Food. I, look at food. Yeah. And I get the abundance. I get that we're here on this planet to have abundance and love. I get yeah. it. And is it really abundance or is it uh, unconsciousness or not cognitively thinking? Yeah. And, and it's, it's, um, I think about this dad, I go all the money that I've spent on toilet paper, let's go there because yeah. when the pandemic happened and everybody was looking for toilet paper, I'm like, really? I don't need that much. Right. And I'm pretty clean. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Well, and but it, it it um, I could be somewhere, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just went to the bathroom ten minutes ago, and there's already half gone. Who the heck used it? Like, what are what is your butt made of? That's it's, it's just, right. Yeah. It's, yeah. What is that? What do you think that is? I, I don't know. It's just the um, it's the, our American culture. The American culture. In, in many countries, okay. in many countries, yeah. they don't even have toilet paper. In the, the third Am- world countries, they're not toilet paper. The American culture. Yeah, yeah. it's just what it is. Just we're, in the we, culture of just whatever. Uh, okay, I take get takeout right mm-hmm. often, especially with the pandemic. Yeah. And they will give me, and I will tell them, I don't need silverware. I don't need napkins, yeah. and they still give it to this me. This is going to give it to you. It's part of the package. I'm trying to save your company money. No. I don't 
get it. No. I don't need it. No. It's what is it? Look, like, is that just listen, an American li- thing? Listen to me. Uh, I, I did electrical work at uh, one of the major airlines. And when the when the plane takes off, there's 100 passengers. They, they make 100 meals. Okay. When the plane lands, 10 people didn't want to eat. So they, 98 and 10 didn't. They take those 10 meals. They go into the dumpster. Mm-hmm. Perfectly good meals. Also, follow me now. I used to go dumpster diving, watch this, and the guys would make fun of me. Inside that dumpster, mm-hmm. big packages of stir sticks, okay, uh, 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 pla- clear plastic cups, drinking cups, and they're in the package. They're packaged. That The flight came to an end. All of that goes in the dumpster. Why are you throwing this away? Oh, my God. Sugar packages, salt, uh, it was endless. What was in there? I'm trying to remember all the stuff that was in there. I would go dumpster diving and take it out when I first realized what was in there. Wow. And the, the food, why are you throwing 10 good meals away? And this goes on all day long, each and every plane that lands. Wow, I didn't know and that. And the planes land about one a minute. That's a lot of food that goes into the dumpster. Okay. A lot of food and as good prepared hot meals, but that's just the American. That's the way the system is set up. Uh, wow. The like you were saying, the plastic knives and forks. Oh my God, I got thousands of them. I know, thousands. They were in packages. <laughs> they were unopened packages. Wow. I would just take them out and take them home, and the guys made fun of me. I said, "Well, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I'm <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm I'm taking it." Okay, that's just. But that's yeah. That, that's, that's just what we are. Yeah. Greed. It's, 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 don't forget greed. Well, uh, my, one of my favorite movies is Wall Street with Michael mm-hmm. Douglas. Yeah. Greed is good. Greed clarifies. Okay, and I go, yeah, yeah. man, you tell him, Michael, yeah, I love this movie already. He's talking about greed is good. It's about Wall Street. Okay, well, look, here, just Wednesday, uh, Bernie Madoff. The Ponzi scheme, he, he passed away, he was 85 years old. Oh, he did? Yeah, he Is passed that? away. Bernie Madoff. Okay. He passed away. And there's been a lot, a lot of articles recently, and, and all, all newspapers all over the United States, they're going to write about Bernie Madoff and the amount of money that he stole. Oh, my God, the amount of money he stole. But uh, uh, greed, it's just, it's just. But you have to remember, I since I was a little boy, I used to stand back and watch people just... Uh, when it came to food, especially, you would go to a, uh, let's say, a wedding reception, a party, a wedding reception, whatever. Okay, the food is ready now. You can get in line to get the food. And people start pushing each other out of the way. <laughs> number one. I, that's number one. That's number one. I'm going to get out mind. of my way. I'm getting in there first. Yeah. And I would sit there and yeah. just keep talking, yeah. you know, talking. Aren't you yeah. going to eat, Aren't Joanna? you going to eat? Aren't you going to eat? Yeah, 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 yeah right good. now, right now, right now. And then the whole line is gone. Then I'd go, now watch this. Here's the other <laughs> issue. You'll notice that these people fighting their way in, into the line, up to the front of the line. They take that plate and they serve themselves, if it's self-serve, and they have a mountain of food. And then you see how much of it goes into the, into the trash. They just pick at it. But they served a mountain of food, and I have never done that. 
I, I just, it's just not me. I always a little this, a little that. And if there's servers behind the 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 line and they're serving you with my and you're holding your plate, no, no a little bit, no, no, it's too much, no, too, too much. much. Give me, yeah. no, no, just no, I don't want that. No. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of look at you like, like just take it. I'm giving it. This to guy you. is weird. He's not. There's I'm hardly anything eating. on his plate. Yeah. How much can you possibly eat? Really? <laughs> okay. But you know, but but that's just it. But it's greed. Like I've always mm-hmm. say is. Uh, it's in our it's in our DNA. It's in our it's in our blood. We're we're born with it. It's it's it, it's it's in the gene pool that greed that we have. Uh, as an example, and don't forget, we are we are animals. We are Homo sapiens. We're part of the animal kingdom. We just happen to be the Homo sapiens. Okay. Now, what what distinguished us? Uh, now you're going to get in, into religion. You're going to get into uh, whether you're a creationist. Okay. Or <laughs> Okay. Uh, whether, whether you believe in the Bible, you know, and God God created Adam and Eve. You get into all that, okay. But wait a minute, but watch now. Let's say you're a creationist. Uh, excuse me. Uh, you're an evolutionist. You're an evolutionist. And you believe that over the many, many, many years, uh, millions and millions of years, we finally came came out of the water and start, and then eventually we, we, we were the apes. And then we learned to walk upright. And the one thing that the apes developed, and it took a while, many, many years, they developed thumbs. We all have thumbs. Try living without your thumbs. See how difficult life is. Once the apes developed their thumbs, whoa, they were able to do a lot of things, the apes. Okay. Now, we are direct descendants of the apes. A lot of people listening to this uh, podcast here, they don't want to hear that. Don't you dare tell me that I'm, a, that I'm descendant from an ape. Well, excuse me. I believe we are the direct descendants from apes. Now, how do you catch apes uh, in the in the in, in the wild in the jungles? You want you want to catch some some monkeys and some apes? Food? Watch, no, well, yeah, but watch, but watch. You want to catch these so that you can put them in the zoo. Let's say you're going to put them in the zoo, and and then actually they catch a lot of them to eat them. They eat them. They eat the actual monkeys and the apes. They'll eat them, kill them, and eat them. But here's how you catch them if you want to catch them alive. You take a gourd and you hollow out the gourd, get, get, clean it out. Okay, I think most people know what a gourd is. Uh, it's a pear-shaped uh, fruit, large fruit with a hard outside casing. The gourds, they even use them for make musical instruments. But anyway, you hollow them out. You tie a, a three-foot tether to it with a little rope, and you tie the, the rope, the other end of the rope, to a, to a stake in the ground. Inside the gourd, you put cherries and little goodies that the monkeys like to eat. The monkey, just stand back and wait a while. The monkey will come by. He'll stick his, ha- his hand down, he'll, he, down the skinny the skinny neck of the gourd. He'll grab the goodies. And then when he pulls back, his fist won't let him get out. And, yeah. Now you walk up to them, and the, the little monkey's running around like crazy because he knows he's going to get caught. That monkey will not let go of those little grapes, those little cherries, a little sweet, whatever it is. He's not going to let go. He won't. Greed that he was born. That little monkey was born with his DNA structure. Greed is within him. He won't let it go to to grab his freedom just let it go and he can grab and run and the man's not gonna be able to catch you he's not gonna let it go he'd rather be caught because he's not those that's that's greed we all have it 
We're born with it. And like I tell you, you see it whenever they're, they say, okay, the food is being served, and you just watch the people push each other out of the way mm -hmm. as if they haven't eaten in the last three days. <laughs> so there's, there's, your, there's where greed comes from. But that movie with uh, Michael Douglas, Wall Street, greed is good. Greed clarifies. Yeah, it separates, <laughs> separates the, the winners from the losers. You got to be greedy. And that's just what it is. Some people are greedy and others are not. That's, some people some people will share and others are not going to share with you. They're greedy. Yeah. So I've had some girlfriends where we'll be somewhere and they'll just want to go for anything that's free. Do you want to take it? Take it. What's well, free? It's free. I don't need that. What do you need? Yeah. Why do you want and it? And they look at me like I'm bananas. Yeah. Very interesting. I'm like, I don't need another t-shirt. I yeah. don't need another cup. I don't yeah. need a, what, another whatever. Yeah. Wow. And I love that story about the monkey. I've heard that but, one before, but you told it I better. Think I, I think I told it to you before, mm -hmm. didn't I? Yeah. Okay. But uh, mm -hmm. that, 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 that's what it's, it's, it's in our DNA. It's just who we are. There are many things in our DNA. We, we, it's, we have to fight it. Uh, 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 being mean to people. It's in your DNA just to be mean. It's just what we, you know, it's just, they've done a lot of research with, uh, with animals in the animal kingdom. <laughs> and they find out a lot about how monkeys behave. Yeah. And we're, so you got to remember, we're only one step over from the, from, the, from the monkeys. So, yeah. But try living without your thumbs. You ain't gonna ha it ain't not going to happen. But trying to, uh, many, millions upon millions of people, okay, they believe in creationism that God... God created Adam and Eve. This is what they believe. God bless you. You're entitled. I'd say 80%, 80% of the, of the population here in the, in the United States, in the United States, 80% believe in creationism, that God created Adam and Eve. And they were created uh, uh, not too long ago. <laughs> mm -hmm. Not too long ago. You know, maybe about, about 10,000 years at the most. 10, 8, 8 to 10,000 years that God created Adam and Eve. And that they spoke a language, they had their own language, and what have you. And but they, they believe that, and and you're entitled, you're entitled to believe that, you know. And then you have the evolutionists. That's why you have the the Scopes trial and 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 the and Darwin and the Scopes trial and all that goody goody. Remember that stuff that you learned in school, or you should have learned in school. Mm -hmm. But uh, yet, you know, uh, people are going to believe what they want to believe. You, you you can't can't make them believe otherwise. That's just what it is. Okay, uh, yeah, Adam, Adam and Eve, they lived to be about a thousand, almost, almost a thousand years old. They were 930 years old, according to the Bible. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Who is the oldest person? You read a lot. Uh, Besides what the Bible says, if there's anything like... Well, we there... Uh, somebody lived to be 150. Um, well, the, the, the first... The first humans they believe came out of well, all of us came out of Africa most of us we came out of Africa and the first really the 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 the, the archaeologist and the paleontologist and they'll tell you well, most of us came out of Africa and we were all dark skinned with blue eyes that's one thing that most people no I didn't come from Africa I didn't yes you did I'm sorry but excuse me sir I believe <laughs> that we all came from Africa most of us Came from Africa, and we and we originally we had blue eyes. They they know this from the discoveries of what they found. 
okay, when they dig up and you, they find uh, uh, skeletons and what have you, yeah. So it's just, it's just, it's just a personal belief, uh, you know, it's just, just what it is. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, and then the Jewish people, their Bible is just a little, a little tweak it. They tweak it a little bit this way, okay? And then the Muslims with their with the Quran, they tweak it a little bit this way, and they have their beliefs. So each has their own their own little beliefs. But approximately twenty percent of Americans don't believe that they just don't buy that. They they're 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 the non-believers. About twenty percent, and it's growing. Mm. That number is growing. But uh, you know, so yeah. of course, whatever. I've always believed too that all wars are religious wars. Yeah, so that's one thing that I've always said. I, all wars are religious wars. On a happy note, there yeah. we go. Yeah, let's go back. To, I'm telling you, let's go back to... Uh, <laughs> to religion and war. Let's go back let's, to uh, dating. Let's go back to the fun, fluffy stuff. Let's go talk about Con- Con- Kanye West and his divorce. <laughs> yeah. You know who Kanye West is? Oh, yeah. Extra credit. I was surprised the amount of money that man earns Oh my! I I figured. Well, I I'm pretty sure. Um. Well, I know he's a he's a millionaire, a multi. No, try billionaire. <gasps> what? Kanye West is a billionaire. Oh my goodness! Whoa! I'm in the wrong business. Should have been a rapper. <laughs> wow! 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 A billionaire. Yeah, that's yeah. That, uh, and and that. Pretty much, that's only going to happen in the United States. Pretty much. I don't know of any other country where you're going to have something like that. Yeah. Okay? Pretty much. You can come from nowhere and, uh, you know... And create you, billions. And, as long as you're motivated. In this country, you can do anything you want to do if you're motivated. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. If you're motivated, that's... Yeah. But when it comes to handling money, like you were asking earlier... It's it's difficult. You have to you have to uh, help some of your children. Don't seem to get it. You have to kind of help them and guide them. If the parents don't get it, how are they going to help their children? That's the other issue. If the parents are flat broke all the time and they're both working and they're both flat broke, mm-hmm. then they can't teach their children. Sometimes the children are more intuitive and they can see that their parents don't know what they're doing with their money. And the children are smarter than the parents. That happens quite often too. Don't think, yeah, don't think, as you know, you, your parents might really totally just don't understand money. My God, they just don't get it. Okay, mm-hmm. so, but this whole deal, uh, as an example here, watch this. Dad, uh, you're gonna keep going we, and going. We, we, we I'll we, just kick back as you talk. We here in the United <laughs> States, we have a difficulty. <laughs> Uh, Americans have difficulty saving money, generally speaking. In in the Asian countries, especially in Japan, they have the opposite problem. They save too much money. They don't spend it. That yeah. becomes a problem. Minimalist. They don't spend it, and they have huge bank accounts. Japanese and in the Asian cultures, they save. They're very good at saving, mm-hmm. and you don't have to. You don't have to save that much for every dollar you earn. If you just save. 10 cents, 10 cents on the dollar. You'd be surprised how much money that is as the years go by. Now, if you can save 20 cents, wow. Uh Wow, that's a lot of money as the years go out of every dollar. Yeah, it's getting harder and harder to do because 
They're taxing us like crazy. They're uh, right now. They're really increasing the taxes. That's why the cost of living is getting so much higher. Everything's more expensive because the the politicians keep increasing the taxes. Then they pass that cost. The the uh, providers are going to have to pass that cost on to the, the 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 buyers. We the buyers we have to we have to pick up the the tab. Here's an interesting one. I just went the other day to order a sofa. I don't know if I told you this, a sofa. And uh, oh boy, that was fun. Right now, right here in Los Angeles in Long Beach at the harbor, there are a stack load of big uh, container vessels out there that they stack up you know, thousands of containers. They're, they're, they're waiting to come in. Mm-hmm. They're waiting. It's taking them, taking them weeks. And they're having a labor problem, Okay. The, the stevedores down there, you know, the, the longshoremen, they want more money <laughs> so that they're working real slow. They're on, it's taking forever. Oh. Consequently, if you go right now and you want some furniture, oh, are you going to have fun right now? Oh, yeah. I was, I was in for a big surprise. So in two days, I, I made like about six stops at six different, at least six that I can remember, different furniture stores. No product. They're taking orders. So I finally, I had to give in at the end of the second day. I said, okay, look, I like this sofa. Just order it for me. And she says, okay, this one will only take two months. I said, well, you're doing better than the other stores. The other stores wanted three to four months. Wow, back order. For a sofa? A sofa? Yep. You're kidding me. Yep. Oh, my goodness. How about a young couple that just got married and they're going to move into an apartment? Where do they go to buy furniture? They just have to place an order like everyone else and wait. You have to wait months right now. Where are all the sofas? They're floating out there right now. You go to Long Beach, just go up to go up to the top of the hill there, and and uh, or uh, uh, San Pedro. Go to the top of the hill there, okay, uh, and, and and look out, and you'll see you'll just see container ships like crazy. Wow, and they can't move. They they just they can't get unloaded. And it's just a labor issue now. It's just, wow. Okay, that plus the fact that this pandemic backed up all the orders because their people started buying. They started purchasing so much product because of that. They're at home now. They're at home and they're buying. They're, they're picking up the phone and ordering all kinds of stuff. Tons and tons of stuff. Well, it's all stuck out there right now in the ocean, right off the coast. You can see it. Mm-hmm. Just drive up to the hill in, in, in um, San Pedro. Wow. 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 Was right. I couldn't believe it. So I, I am waiting. I am currently waiting for my sofa to come in. <laughs> and the girl told Sitting me. Sitting on it, the floor? And she what? told me, look, she'll be here uh, the end of May. I said, I know you're going to call me and tell me, guess, and they're going to tell me, John. We have to go a little longer. Can you wait into June? I already told her. I said it's going to be difficult right now. But no matter where you go, they're just taking orders. They they, they don't have stuff to send to your home anymore. Wow. They just don't have it. Well, so. public service announcement: If you want a couch, it's going to be yeah. Wild. Don't be surprised when you get there. <laughs> if you're lucky, you might find something that they have in the warehouse. If you're lucky, some some odd uh, item that they have that nobody wants. Yeah. Well, Dad, I always have fun with you. Did you have fun today? Yes. Is it over <laughs> you, already? I know. We're coming up to almost an hour. Oh, my I'm goodness. Like, you can keep go- that should have been a part three. We're oh. going to put this in two parts. Yeah. Okay. 
everybody listening, if you want my dad to have his own show, done. <laughs> let's let's start a little GoFundMe. Let's put some. <laughs> Buy him a $50 microphone and he can just sit and talk all day because that's what he wants. That's why I try to talk less and just let him talk. Yeah. It was fun. Thanks, okay. Dad, for oh, being no, here. Oh, no, thank you. Thank you, Jojo. It was good. It was fun. Anything else before we sign off? No, that's it. See you again whenever you invite me again. I'll be here. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll see you the next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.